Well, hello everyone, and welcome to GGN561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast. So glad you're here. Did you watch the Grammys? I haven't watched the Grammys in years. I watched the Oscars. I, wa- I used to watch the Golden Globes, SAG AFTRA, BAFTA. But I stopped watching the Grammys a long time ago, and I'm really glad I watched them this year. Didn't catch the whole show, but almost missed the very first of it. The sets and production were absolutely gorgeous. Some of the some of the performances were just brilliantly executed, um, some more than others. I was so happy that John Baptiste won I think he ended up with five, including the big one, Album of the Year, which I think is really funny to think Album of the Year because when was the last time you actually purchased an album? Although, they're back, vinyl is back, Licorice, it's uh, where they got the title for Licorice Pizza was from a record store with real vinyl looking like shiny black licorice. But back to the back to the Grammys. If you have not seen John Baptiste, his video, Freedom, please do watch it. If it doesn't make you feel good and just make you want to get up and dance, I have nothing to say to you. I have loved him for a long time. He's so gifted. Just brilliant, really. And he seems like a nice, genuine guy. But Stephen Colbert is where I came, the Stephen Colbert show is where I came to know him. Through the prior administration, Stephen Colbert got me through. He is, he's really good. He's really good at what he does. And even during the pandemic, when he had to broadcast for so many months from his home, he still kept it fresh. I don't know how he did it. (laughs) I cannot imagine doing a live broadcast every night five nights in a row for no months 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 in a in an office just from an office yeah zooming guests and and so forth but still it's very claustrophobic so i'm a huge stephen colbert fan and got that's where i got to know and really love and appreciate the music and vitality of john and so I was so, so happy that he won. If you did not see the Grammys, you did not see his acceptance speech at the end of the show, if you have a chance, find it online. It's out there and listen to it. I think you will find it very touching and very filled with truth. So some of the fashions on the women were, were so-so. Some are okay, but the men, the men, I want to talk about the men, not the women. Because the men brought it. They brought their A-game. As a matter of fact, what John wore uh, for his acceptance speech at the end, I would love to have. All of them, so many of the men, they really were fashionable, trendy, classic, just avant-garde in look. I mean, there were some that, you know, take them or leave them. But for the most part... The men that really brought their A-game brought it. It was really fun to see. And such a change from uh, the women. The women, a lot of the women, like at the Oscars, wore the same color, the same design. And it became the same. 
guess is what I'm trying to say. So I was really glad we tuned in. So much better than the Oscars. Speaking of so much better, and just like that, I'm going to turn the topic to Sarah Jessica Parker and her Carrie Bradshaw character, Sarah and her husband of many years, Michael, uh, our, uh, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Ferris Bueller, uh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. They opened a show together on Broadway. Had a killer relationship, right? Going on stage every night. He just looks like a curmudgeon to me. I don't find him interesting at all. Talk about vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Just put a label on him that says vanilla. But they're on, they're doing a, a, a show on Broadway together. And they brought their three children out for opening night. Then they rarely do that. And so there were photos of their children their son, James Wilkie, looks exactly like her in the form of a boy. He looks exactly like her. But the, the, the thing that she's doing right now, she's working with Fendi, F-E-N-D-I, Fendi, to bring out this line of purses in the vein of things that Carrie Bradshaw would wear. They're glittery, they're shiny, they're colorful, they're very beautiful. If you know Fendi, if you know the product Fendi, they're you're going to pay for anything Fendi. I have a lot of evening bags and colorful bags and fun bags and art deco design bags and brightly colored, and they're not Fendi. There's no FF, you know, Fendi has the double F is their logo on them, but they're really fun and they look really good. These bags are not for sale as yet from Fendi and Sarah. No launch date was announced in the article I was reading. Season two of And Just Like That has been approved, and I think that's another big mistake that could hurt her <laughs> could hurt her purse sales. I love olive oil. I cook with it. I don't drink it. At least not on purpose. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg had to, to beef up, get to be heavy for the, his role in Father Stew. This is based on a real man, Stuart Long. This film will be hitting theaters, I believe, the Friday. I believe Good Friday uh, is when, I believe, when they, when this movie, Father Stew, has Mel Gibson in it as well. Based on this real-life guy who was a, bo- was a wrestler, uh, or a boxer, rather. There is a difference. A boxer, then a wannabe actor, and then a Catholic priest. I, Stuart Long's story, I will not tell you in case you want to see the film. I bring it up to talk about Mark Wahlberg and the olive oil. I cook with olive oil every time I cook because it is a good oil to use. And even if you're cooking with something with butter uh, on the, on the stovetop and you add olive oil to it to keep it from burning, if you want to use the high-end olive oil, go right ahead. No judgment, but I think it's—I don't think it's necessary to give you that great flavor in cooked food. If you're eating it on a charcuterie board, dipping bread or things into olive oil and seasonings, yes, then you need the very purest, the best. Otherwise, a lesser price olive oil is what I use. But he he drank olive oil, Mark Wahlberg, to beef up. I cannot imagine getting that down. I have trouble. I take a lot of supplements every day. 
a lot and they're large. Some of them are, are really large. Mm, a few years ago, when she was about two and a half to three years old, no older, I was holding Kate, our granddaughter, uh, on one of my, you know, had her on a hip holding on to her, and then in my other hand, because um, I loved doing that, taking my supplements. And we were in the, staying in the kitchen, and I was taking them, and I choked on one, which I do with regularity now. But at that time, I was, it was kind of a, a shock. It's like, oh, that one didn't go down right. And I choked on it. And it scared her to death. And she leaned way out. She's like, Gigi, are you okay? And she was really, and it impressed her so much at two and a half, no more than three. Now she's nine. And when she's here and I'm taking those, she brings it up that, hey, remember the time <laughs> that you choked? Yes. And I still do it with regularity. Uh, so to, to think about choking down, it kind of hits my gag reflex right now just to think about that. Mark Wahlberg, and I can take her leave. I really can uh, as an actor. Um, but if you saw Date Night, there's some absolutely hilarious scenes with him, Tina Fey and Steve Carell. And some lines delivered to Mark Wahlberg by Steve Carell are so funny. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is not wearing a shirt in these scenes watch it look it up <laughs> just those scenes because it will crack you he had a body that wouldn't quit he looked great i don't know about this you know heavy set catholic priest character how that will go over mel gibson haven't seen him him in a while he looks kind of like the werewolf he has white hair salt and pepper heavy on the salt and same thing with his beard i used to be a fan Way back in the day, the first Lethal Weapon was, I was a fan. I've uh, I've kind of lost that, you know, <laughs> through the years. Judy Garland's daughters are coming out with a, a new fragrance called Judy, J-U-D-Y, Judy, based on fragrances that their mother wore, a particular fragrance that their mother wore. Liza Minnelli and Lorna Luft are the two daughters. There's also a son, but he stays out of the spotlight. They said they worked really hard on this fragrance. If you saw the very ending of the Oscars, you saw Liza Minnelli in a wheelchair with Lady Gaga, and it was a very sweet presentation by the two of them. Lady Gaga did such a brilliant job with that. But this fragrance, Judy, will be coming out again. Some of these things just have no release dates they're just being talked about. But the, the two daughters of Judy Garland said they were very, very happy with the fragrance, and it reminds them very much of the fragrance their mother loved and wore. Judy Garland has been gone a long time. She died at a very young age. She was in her 40s when she died, tragically. But she will forever be hold high places in the, in the uh, entertainment world because of number one, The Wizard of Oz. If nothing else, she did The Wizard of Oz. That movie freaked me out the first time I saw it. When it went from black and white to color, it was weird. But the flying monkeys to this day, I'm not about the flying monkeys, but as a child, it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. But the thing I like about Judy was a, a scene that I have seen. I believe the song is... Uh, you know, come on, come on along and, and get happy. She's wearing a, a man's styled uh, shirt, like a tuxedo jacket, but it fits her perfectly. 
no no bottoms, no pants, just bare legs. I'm sure there were hose on and heels and a hat. And it is absolutely a fun number. It's the thing I like the most uh, about Judy Garland. So I guess come on along and get happy uh, with her new fragrance if you are a Judy Garland fan. Easter's coming. It is coming. And I am kind of working on Easter a little bit. Decorating the table, things like that. There's some things I'm working on because Easter will be here very, very soon. Uh, I have a, a real pretty dress that I bought. Um, speaking of things we've done, we did get our second booster. In another podcast, I said it was our fourth booster. No, no, no. Our fourth shot, yes, our second booster. And I think she shot it into my arm. My arms are pretty pretty thin. I don't have a lot of meat on them. And I think she went too high in my arm because it got sore this time more than the other three shots I have had. And I hope we don't have to do it again for a while. I really, I really do. I I think the, the reason that my arm got more sore, the other shots I barely felt, some of them I didn't feel at all. The, the first one, the second one, the third one, the boot, the first booster, I did feel a little bit. But this one I really felt as the injection, as the liquid, as it were, was going in to my arm. And my arm did get sore more than ever. I am a big believer in life quotes. I like them very much. I asked my son, <laughs> he'll tell you, he has been inundated with them his entire life. But even when I was a child, I I read them myself. I really took them in. I, I felt they had meaning in life, and I still do. I'm very big on, for myself, taking them in and uh, trying to, to be better at things, you know? trying to be better. We have been through so much since COVID. It has impacted our lives in ways it still is. Will we get to the point of not having COVID be constantly mentioned, written about, talked about a part of our life? I don't know. We don't know. We can't say. I'm grateful for the vaccines that allow us to move about more Masks are being relaxed, so it's now your decision. Do you want to wear the mask? Do you want to protect yourself still in that way? And we have very good masks. So I think that we're we're all trying. We're trying to move through the the way that our lives have been changed. Most of us. I suppose there are people. No, it didn't didn't affect me at all. I'm not sure how you can say that, but I suppose you can say anything, right? You try to find fun things. You try to find the joy, the goofiness. I think if you can't be goofy and silly and and fun, it's sort of like the, the Fendi bags oh, back in the day. A few years ago, not that long ago, in New York, you could go to Chinatown, Mulberry and Canal, 
Little Italy, which ever shrinking, and you could find all kinds of knockoffs, and the, the merchants would take you into these back rooms, down these corridors. You just hope you weren't being shanghaied, and you could get every kind of knockoff known to man, Prada, you know, I mean, Fendi, you name it, you could get it. It was just fun. You spent a few bucks, you, you set aside some cash, and you spent that, and it was just fun. And you took a great big black garbage bag with you back to your hotel near Central Park. <laughs> and you gave purses to other people just for grants and for fun, and you kept them for a while, and then you tossed them because it was fun, and it was goofy. It wasn't serious. It didn't matter. It, 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 what did it mean in the scope of the universe? Nothing. Um, the, you know, funny how these labeled people, the real people, get angry and they, they've really clamped down on that in New York. So it's, it's not fun in that way. It wasn't the last time we were there. You, you, yeah, it's like they were very, very careful not to, uh, not to offer you so much of the, of the knockoff stuff, but, you know, just finding your way to fun, I think is, is what gets you through not being serious, being serious as needed. Sure. Um, watched the Sandra Bullock movie, Lost City, which has been compared to Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile and all this. It's not a movie that will win any of them great awards. Channing Tatum, um, Brad Pitt, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say it because he's in the credits. Brad Pitt, his part in that show is just killer. It's so, it's so amazingly fun and funny. Sandra, Again, it's not an award-winning. It's just a fun romp. It's, it's like my books on Amazon, you know. It's like it's not going to change the world. It's not going to do anything except make you laugh, make you laugh. So, Lost City, one a fun movie. Just you know, take a go to the budget matinee or whatever. You know, when you get a discount and go see Lost City, because it's worth it. It's it's just it's just a fun romp. Like my podcast. I was talking to someone today about podcasting. Podcasting is many things to many people, and I speak my mind on mine, and whatever that may be, and I hope that people like it, and I hope people listen and come back and let me hear from from them and all of that, but still, I do it because I enjoy it. I enjoy putting things out there in the universe because why not, right? So thank you. Thank you for being here. I hope you will visit us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com, our YouTube channel by the same name, where we have a lot of fun videos. I hope you will find Gary on All Things Cruise, G-E-R-R-Y Barker, where he does a lot of writing for them as well. My books are on Amazon. All of these podcasts, four novels, by the way, um, all of my podcasts are on, they are on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, and a ton of other platforms. They're out there. They're out there. And we know you are too, because we see you on the map and we like you being out there listening. Even for those of you that are listening and you never say a word to me personally, I know you're out there and I thank you for that. So thanks for being with me at Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast. Stay with me.